The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Hello and welcome to our show. I'm Dr. Drayvon James and this is the Dr. Drayvon James Everyday Peace Show. I'm super excited to be here with you today as we explore the concept of living a life of peace every day. Peace we defined as wholeness, completeness, nothing missing, nothing broken, totality. And if your day is anything like mine, you need to stop right there and just inhale and exhale on that. Because no matter what's going on in your life, peace is available to you. It's an inside job. And we bring on the guests and we bring the topics to show you how to tap into your to your brilliance because you are brilliant. We On this program, we focus on women helping women. So we bring the guests on that will help us do that. And if you're new to our tribe, I want to welcome you to the world of Everyday Peacemakers. You can learn more about me, Dr. Drayvon James, and Everyday Peace by visiting my website, drdrayvonjames.com. On the website, you'll find um, words of wisdom, you'll find encouragement, you'll find contact information because yes, we are enrolling for our 12-day group life coaching, uh, which is leaders in high heels. So you'll find out all that information about that. We also have free gifts there um, and learning opportunities. So visit Dr. Drayvon James, the website frequently visit today, share it with your friends. And today I'm super excited. I promise you that we bring you the best guest to help facilitate your journey of peace. Today, it is my true honor and privilege to bring to you Dory De Carlo. I hope I didn't mess that up because you guys know I can butcher a name. She is the <laughs> founder and host of, of, of Mom Cave and um, I'm sorry. Word of Mom Radio. Word and it's Dory DiCarlo. Dory DiCarlo. Now I'm all messed up, guys. Word of Mom. And this podcast has been around for over 11 years. Am I right, Dory? Yes. Over 11 years. And I am so honored. I was on her show and I had to ask her to come on my show because what she does is extraordinary. She focuses on mompreneurs, business women, and giving you the guidance and the support that you need to not only foster the growth that you want in your business, but the internal growth and development in the sense of peace and calm and support that you need as a woman in business. So um, I butchered everything. Uh, she's so gracious to be here. She's on the road. <laughs> I want to let you, Dory, introduce yourself. Um, tell our guests about you. I'm so interested in how you, once you do your introduction, I've been thinking about this all day in my day, is um, what gave you the the insight or the courage to step out and have a program that was focused on women in business? That's not something that's heard of every day. Well, thank you so much for having me on. And I so enjoyed our conversation when you were on Word of Mom Radio. And it was very pleasing to me to have you invite me to your show. For me, as a mompreneur, I've, I've been a mompreneur since 1994. I'm now a, a grandmapreneur. And it's amazing how I slipped right back into it My when my grandkids, you know, they're little and Mimi has her different color glasses for when she's working. And they know that they're my working glasses and things like that. But I wanted to give women like me a voice, women 
who built their businesses from home while raising a family and had to listen to people say, you know, when are you going to quit this and get a real job? And all of those things that we as women face. And it's funny because somebody said to me, well, what about dadpreneurs? It's like, what do you mean? And every show is geared towards men. You know, women empowering women is really important. And on a personal, I personally feel that so often women don't support each other because we fall back into that high school mentality of, I can't help you. What if you steal my boyfriend? What if they like you more than they like me? Guys don't think like that. Men don't, Joe doesn't care if you golf with Charlie as long as you're giving him his, your business. You know, so we have to, as women, encourage each other, empower each other. There can't be enough. No mm. one person, no matter what you do, whether you're a coach, you're a, a clockmaker, what, no, regardless of what it is, you can't coach everybody. You can't make enough for everyone. There has to be more. And we need to promote each other and encourage and empower. And that's what I started doing. I started with one show, our mom, the Mompreneur Model, and I interviewed women like me, building their business from home, whether their you know, desk was the kitchen table or if they actually had an office and things. One of my favorite interviews, it was one of the Early on in our growth, Dr. Brene Brown, lovely Southern woman. And, and it was so funny because she, it was, she was doing the top five things as a, you need as a mompreneur. And the first thing she said with this lovely Southern accent is, you've got to tap your in a bitch. And I said, oh my goodness, this is not the interview I thought we were going to have. <laughs> but it was true. She said, you know, you, when you, especially working from home, you need to set those boundaries and they need to be definitive. And she said, you know, I would shut my door and I told my children, unless your right hand is in your left hand because you severed it, don't knock on my door while I'm working. I love it. Exactly. You know, and it's funny, during the pandemic, we were giving all kinds of tips to mompreneurs because now here you're working while kids are in school, significant other is at their job. Now everybody's home. And my suggestion was change it, put the different color light bulb. And when the blue light goes on or the red light goes on, you have to stop and let mommy get her work done. And then, but you have to shut that light off and then go be with your family set a timer. And the funniest thing, Dr. Drayvon, was the fact that it was the significant other that had the hard time following that. The kids were like that, went right along with it. It was the significant other, the, the other adult in the household. That I'm not surprised. I really am not surprised. Right? <laughs> yeah. Because they you require, know? honestly, honestly, probably more attention. Yeah. They're, they're the, however many kids you have, that's your second child, your third, your fourth, your eighth, whatever they are. And, and a lot of times more of the work. But I, again, wanted to give women a voice and wanted us to empower each other. Our next show, we started Janice Clark came in with social media help, not hype. And in the beginning, it was literally drop down the menu, go here. I'll never forget LinkedIn was the perfect example. Her show on LinkedIn, 
you can go into our archives and listen to the show on LinkedIn. She was talking about how to do a catchy title, this and that. I had been on LinkedIn for six years. I had maybe 125 contacts. As the show was going on, I'm literally updating my LinkedIn page, doing this, linking it to that, blah, blah, blah. Everything Janice is telling me to do to this day. There's not a day goes by. I hit over 500 because it's just 500 plus on LinkedIn. I hit that in a month. With what Janice had had, I mean, I have thousands of connections on LinkedIn now. I today I went, I popped on LinkedIn. I do it twice a week. I popped on eight more connections. Who wants to be on the show? Of course, who wants to sell to you? And I'm just going to give you a tip, ladies, because LinkedIn really is your professional business card. Social media, you know, you have Twitter for starting the conversation, Facebook for taking a longer conversation, Instagram to excite people, but LinkedIn is your professional calling card. Do not fall into the trap of as soon as you connect with someone, trying to sell them your service or your product. It's the most, put. it puts me off to no end. I don't care if I was out looking for what you were doing. The fact that you didn't even say hello to me and you already want me to use your product, buy your service and everything, take a moment to get to know the people that you connect with. See where their pain points are and how you can be of service to them as opposed to them being a customer to you. Now, I got to tell you, Dory, that is the one thing when I was on your show and I was doing my research and everything that I thought you tapped into very, very well. Because for most women, it is lonely out here in business for ourselves. It is confusing. Um, And I want to say this, this is where I am. Hopefully some guests can vibe with this, but I found it to be terribly masculine and exhausting. So um, when you can, when I, just being able to connect with other women and, and you just mentioned about the trials and tribulations of trying to be a mom and a wife and, and prioritize your business where I didn't feel like men really had that issue, even though they were fathers and they were husbands, no one really questioned um, their dedication to their business. And maybe they don't even question to themselves. Cause I think for me, a lot of, uh, the people that I coached him, even myself at one point, was always me sort of criticizing myself for for the dedication that it took, you know. So running across somebody like you who's doing something like this, I think is incredibly supportive for women in every stage because you have that feeling of, well, if I wasn't so selfish, you know, then maybe I would stop this and just you know, get it a nine to five or and for many women, myself included, this, my business was an add on to my nine to five. So I was doing a nine to five and then thinking, well, I'll come home and put this together and, you know, lock myself in a, in a closet or the bathroom or wherever and start working on my business idea. And you do have this sense of loneliness, you know, so I think it's great that you are bringing women together. Say, Hey, there's a lot of us out here. We're doing this, and this is these are some ideas. I love the LinkedIn thing. I'm going to definitely go on there and look at that because. Um, but this is some ideas on how you can do things smarter, how we can work together. Because I love what you said in the beginning. 
you cannot go into business as a woman with that high school mentality of, I don't want to share. That's exactly right. You know what? If I'll never forget being on Twitter way back when. I mean, I was in beta groups on Twitter and stuff. And I was had just gotten a new computer. And I st- I've had a new program. No idea what to do. And I tweeted, does anybody know this program? And can anybody help me? I had about 80 tweets from women coming in all over the place. Yeah, you do this, you do that, blah, blah, blah. That's actually how I started podcasting was two women I met on LinkedIn, Debbie and Linda, and we started with a show called The Three Wise Girls. And we took turns, who hosted, who did the production side, who did the social media side. I did a two-part segment on mompreneurs. Women like me building their businesses from home. Janice Clark, who was our social media help not high post, was my first guest. These And so I did two-part segment, and after the second part, Linda called me and said, you know, you found a niche for yourself, and this is where your passion is. So I did both shows for a while and then just decided to put all my eggs in the one basket with Word of Mom. And it I did it for three years, took two years off, and then began Word of Mom Radio. So my podcasting started back in 2007. <laughs> When nobody was podcasting, I mean, you know, it was so new now, you know, we actually started airing our show at six o'clock in the morning. It airs originally on Block Talk Radio, and then it syndicates everywhere, and it goes to our wordofmomradio.com, which is where we actually promote the show from, because then there are the links to Spotify and iTunes and everywhere else, but we can do a longer bio, more links, video, and things like that highlight our sponsors but i started airing at six in the morning because we're a featured show on blog talk i used to air at one in the afternoon there's thousands of shows airing at one o'clock in the afternoon figured you know what let me go for the early morning mom and it's not even about the live listens for us i'd rather have the downloads and that's really where it's important and you know as a as a podcast host you know when you're first starting trying to find your guests, trying to find your rhythm, trying to find your message, all of these things. And one of the things that I do, and I still do, uh, because very often I'm the first show that anybody's ever done. I'm the first interview a major portion of our guests have ever done. I send out our information and I ask you to send me the questions that you'd like me to ask you. I'll put them in my own words, paraphrase them along, because no one knows your product or your service or your business, your coaching practice better than you do. And no one knows more than you what you want people to take away from as they get to know you. And it gave these women such a comfort level because... It took the fear away. I don't know what's going to happen. What are they going to ask me? What if they do something or say something? And my favorite is I'll ask a question and somebody goes, that's a great question. I'm like, there you go. <laughs> it's yours. And, and I got to just say that that for, for, for most women, that right there um, is so very important because women, I read this article years and years ago, and I've, I've 
wrote other articles based on this with clients that I've had who have noticed the same thing. Women have a tendency to believe that we're underprepared all of the time and it holds us back from making decisions and so or or taking risks because we feel like well I don't know enough I don't know so you give them that confidence by saying you do know enough give me your questions give me your questions and so that gives you that 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 idea of one she's friendly she's not going to bring me on there to humiliate me and trick me Right. Because how many women have that in the back of their minds? Right. You know, the the whole fear I got to run in my pantyhose is going to be exposed at the wrong time. Right. So they don't want to have that sensation. But it also gives them, in my opinion, the benefit of being of self-awareness, looking into themselves, looking into their business and seeing and having those aha moments like, oh, my goodness, I do this. I do that. I do this. And one of the questions I wanted to ask you, because I think that you really hit the nail on the head, developing a niche for yourself and um, coming out and specifically giving your business to women. One of the questions that I get from women and men, because I coach both, is how to really find your your audience, like how to narrow your business down. I got to tell you for years, even on this show, Everyday Peace with Dr. Drayvon James, I was all over the place interviewing, if you know, all it wasn't until really a few years back that I got honed in on I am really here to help women help women. But what kind of, uh, I guess, advice would you have for people for trying to get to their target audience and trying to figure out what that target would not get to them, but just trying to figure out how to narrow down and focus? You know, it's interesting to me when you try to do everything, you can't do anything. When your focus is this, that's why I think a business plan, even if you're not looking for funding, creating a business plan for yourself, for whatever your business is, just kind of mapping out, okay, here's what, here's what I do. Here are my strengths. This is what I'm trying to do. And in my first year, I would like to accomplish this. In my second year, I'd like to add that. Because what happens, I think, very often is people see the big picture of where they want everything to go, but they forget all the little steps that have to happen before that big picture can come into fruition. And I think that that's very often where we get, and our ideas, I had a guest once, and it has stayed with me forever, who said your dream should be so big that people laugh at you, you know, and it's true. It is true. Dream so big that it makes someone laugh because why not? Why not? We, we we're we're not here to, to set out to uh, do a small goal. You know, we are here to make such a difference. We're women. We are the life givers in this world. Okay, and and that is why we are living in a society where men are trying to hone us back in because the reality is for the first time, women are really stepping into their power and are getting over the mom guilt and stuff. Because you know what? If dads have dad guilt, they never say jack spit about it. They don't walk around going, oh, I feel terrible. No, 
they go out that you know and they don't realize that mom who is staying at home even the mom who's working mom is still expected to then come home and cook and clean and get this done and get that done and they don't realize you know what i am who enabled this man to make a great career for himself to continue his education and do this and get this bonus and and everything else i somebody said to me yeah y'all i'm just a housewife it's like uh uh-uh you are the backbone of your family yes you are what enables everything to happen if your nucleus is not going around you your whole family implodes you are so much more than a housewife are you kidding me it's the hardest job in the entire world 24 hours a day Seven days, seven days a week. No vacation. No sick days. If you thank you, if you don't stand up, and, and I want to go back to just one thing that you just said here because I really want women. You said it kind of fast, and I, and I had I I wrote it down because I really want women to pause for a moment and get this. You said women are life givers. And if you, if that doesn't blow your mind, if it does not blow your mind that you are a life giver and you think about getting stuck on, you can't build a business. Sure. You can. Sure. You can. And I don't mean that I'm saying this, whether you, have biological children or you've just helped somebody else that is Mm -hmm. life we come from a place that our whole existence is nurturing and building are you kidding me that's right we never monetized it right you know what the reality is giving birth does not a mother make you know it doesn't and there, you know, it's so funny. I've had people say to me, well, you know, I'm not a mom. Can I still come on mom, mom, you know, word of mom radio? There's a mom in all of us. Most women's professions, we're caregivers. Everything we do, we are the coaches, we're the doctors, the, you know, the peace givers, the peacemakers. A woman needs a product for something. She doesn't have it. She goes out and makes it. Women start with why. Men go to work because they were told they're supposed to get an education and they're supposed to get a good job and everything else. Women see why something's not working and fix it because it's our nature to nurture. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. And we do it. We do it without any need for recognition is we're wired that way. We are wired that way. And so that's why I'm so drawn to the work that you do, because it seems you have found a way to to recognize that in women and pull that out in them and, and support that part of them, support that part of them, no matter where they are in their journey. I love, you know, the fact that you have these shows that teach women, you know, and I, I want to go back to one thing, too, because you, we're talking about nurturing. We opened up and we talked about I love the analogy you said you know, sometimes we are not as kind to each other as we should be because we have this whole idea about um, you taking my boyfriend and this is that lack mentality, right? There's not enough boys to go around. I assure you there are. (laughs) (laughs) But that's the same thing with our business, right? That Mm -hmm. we feel like there's not enough 
clients to go around. There's not enough need to go around. And as you were talking, something popped in my head. I don't know a woman on the planet Earth, and I know a lot of them, I'm sure you do too, who would finish her day off and say, well, gee, there wasn't, there wasn't enough for me to do today. <laughs> we don't end our days like, do we? We don't end our days like that. <laughs> that was great. <laughs> right? So you just, just hearing that lets you know that there is a woman out there that you could help with what you support, what, what you do. I don't care what it is that you do. There's a woman out there somewhere who says, I need exactly what you do. Right. There's not enough hours in a day. We don't have enough hands to do everything ourselves. Right. You can't help every woman yourself. You know, this idea that we don't want to pull together and network together because we're afraid of there not being enough, honey, there'll they'll always be more. If, if, there'll always be more. It's true. Yeah. It, oh my gosh. It's the, it's the law of the universe. Yes. It is the law of abundance. It really is. You know, it's so funny. I'm in New York right now and I'm here with a, an amazing woman who the first time I met her, she was a guest on my show. And then I had her back. Then she started a show on our show, Ordinary People, Extraordinary Lives. Then the first time she was coming into New York, and I said, why don't I pick you up at the airport? And we wound up, it was just worked out great. This is her second trip in, and she's coming back on the show, bringing back, you know, because I love her show. I love the title, Ordinary People, Extraordinary Lives, because mm-hmm. people do wonderful things. And she's going to be interviewing not only adults, but kids out there just doing great things. And she has a whole message of finding the superhero in you because we forget. We forget how important we are. We forget, you know, my, uh, I, I work with a super youth foundation and that's what they do as well is, is finding that superhero. And the, one of the women who is like my sister friend, and she said, you know, tenacity is your superhero gift. And so there's my cape, tenacity and super Mimi, because my, my grandson calls me super Mimi. Super Mimi, but, I love it. You know, tenacity. And, and I think many women, that is our gift. Because, again, we start with why. We see something that's wrong and we fix it. We see, you know, it's not, we don't, not all of us, I mean, because there are definitely people, you know, you can't say every woman, but most women are going to be in that helping profession. And they are going to try to foster your sense. I'm a podcast host. Do you know how many people I've taught to host podcasts? They've gone under our umbrella and gone off on their own, or they've stayed with us, or I've just given the media training for it, and they're going to start their own show wherever they started. I don't look at it that, well, I can't help you have a podcast, because what if people don't listen to mine? Whoever's going to listen is going to listen. There's so much information out there, and it's really what you want to hear. We focus... You know, I do a couple of times a year, we'll focus on mom-made products. And Mm. I love stuff, you know, uh, the products that that women have come up with, everything from, you know, one of the garden gloves is one of my favorite things that we did. It's this sleeve that you put on that goes all the way up your arm. And that way, you know, hot summer day, instead of having to wear long sleeves and everything else, 
And that way, if you're weeding poison ivy and, and things like that, you don't have to worry about it. Or the bug bite thing that you get a bug bite and you put this on, it's a little suction cup and it takes the venom out, but it's also great for splinters and stuff. Mm. You know, and again, because moms start with why. This woman is an avid gardener and couldn't find anything that would work. So she made it herself, you know, and this why. is, yeah, but we do, you we know, start, we start, yeah. we very we often do. Why. And, why. you know, if you take anything away from this, don't be afraid. Don't be afraid to share your gifts and don't be afraid to applaud others. Lift them up as you lift them up, as you open up your spirit, you give permission to, to others to live in their light. And one day you're going to realize, you know what? I'm enough. I really have it all right in me. We don't realize that. We think we have to find it all. We have it all. We just have to let it go and let it loose. You're right. We have. So how did uh, this, as you're talking, and it's so much stuff here. I hope the listeners are really, you are giving so many gems. I'm trying to write down uh, like everything that you're saying so we could, I can summarize it at the end, but there's so much. We're talking to Dory DiCarlo, Word of, Word of Mom Radio, and she is giving us amazing tips, amazing tips, and just encouragement on how we as women can get out there, do things for ourselves. And number, I think even more important, what I'm coming away with this too, is that how we can support each other. This is crazy. But as you were just saying those ideas, I was thinking to myself, there are enough women that we could keep every woman-owned business <laughs> flourishing for years, right? right? If we knew, if we knew about the business, Right? If we knew about it, which your show does a wonderful job of highlighting these women, high, bringing them out of obscurity to the to mainstream and saying, hey, this woman is here. This is a woman-owned business. This is what she's doing. So that we could consciously support women doing things who are raising children, who are being a great role model for the next generation. Right? And I love the tip about the light bulb. I wish I had had that when I, my children are in college now, but I wish I had had that light bulb trip. It would have made such a big difference rather than me having to put my finger up all the time when I was in the middle of something so they wouldn't walk, walk in screaming, ah! you know, I put my finger up and, you know, so all the, all these tips that we're, that we're getting here. But I think one of the things I, what about for the woman who hasn't yet started, who's listening today? And I hear this a lot. That idea is already taken. Someone's already doing that, Drayvon. I don't want it, 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 it. This is a big one. I never hear men say this either. I don't want it to feel like I'm copying somebody. Okay, you know what? You know how many shoemakers there are out there? Gee, there's already a shoe. Why should I make another one? There's already a sneaker. Why should I make another one? There's not enough. There is not enough. You know, there really isn't. And it isn't about copying. Because again, like I said earlier, there can, you can never have enough of something. Because if a million people can use a something, 
-hmm. It's impossible for only one of that something to accommodate a million people a year. It's just not possible. I don't care how big your company is. You can't be the only, how many pairs of different jeans out there? Different jewelry makers. There is no such thing as that idea has already been taken. Right. Put your own spin on it. Right. And there are some people, like what I... I meshed with you right away, your, your energy, your spirit, but, there, but, and I tell people this all the time, there is a person for everybody. There could be three people in the same room, all doing the same exact business with the same exact pitch, your voice, your energy draws those people who should be with you and you do them a disservice and you a disservice when you withhold your voice from the marketplace. Right. I agree. A thousand percent. Right. You And the reality is people resonate with the people they resonate with. Yeah. You know, I'll go back to jeans. You know, there are certain jeans that never fit my body right. <laughs> my mother loved Gloria Vanderbilt jeans. I mean, you know, how many decades ago? And that's because my mom had a flat hiney and wide hips. That's what those, they back then, that's what they were designed for. I couldn't wear them because I don't have wide hips, but I got a round tush. And <laughs> was not, exactly. Was not working. But there were other jeans that did. And my mother couldn't wear them because they looked hard. You can't. There's not, again, the universe, there is no cap in the universe. Yeah. Everyone is entitled to be wealthy. Everyone, you know, people said, you know, one time the whole, you know, oh, Money is the root of all evil. No, the love of money is the root of all evil. Because when you put that love of money above everything else, that's the root. Money is not the root of all evil. And God never said, or the universe never said, oh, you can't have too much money. You're going to have as much as you want. And there's no, again, the universe doesn't say, okay, look, we can only have so many rich people and then we have to have that. No, we are all entitled to abundance. And Mm -hmm. abundance is your own idea of abundance. For some people, success is a big fat bank account. For some people, success is being able to close out everything and spend time with their kids and their grandkids. You know, we all have different definitions and being true to ourself is the biggest service we can give anywhere. Oh my gosh. That is a great place to end our show, but I just want to go back and say this. We can talk forever. You're busy, (laughs) but you said define success for yourselves. And I really... I have to say that again, because so often I think we as women are looking to the left, looking to the right, and instead of focusing on ourselves and saying, this is what is success for me. It may not be a million bucks. It may be able, like you said, being able to turn off uh, work when it's convenient for me so I can spend time with my children, being able to manipulate my schedule so I can prioritize the things that are a priority to me, right? Just Knowing yourself and defining yourself and defining what success is very personal, very, mm-hmm. very personal. 
It's very, very personal. And and so it may, for some people, it may be a million bucks. And then, like you said, it's the love of money. It, it's what you do with that million bucks. Right. Right. I look at you and you could have very well kept this to yourself, but you branched out and brought other people in and say, hey, I'm going to help you start a radio uh, podcast. You can do it under my umbrella or I can help you over there. You can do it under there. You took your success and that's what it was for you is is for getting getting back. And without fail, every successful person that I've had on this show, every guest, yourself included, it has always come out that their desire, how they became a success was they were desiring to help somebody else. You know, I, I, I think we all have service to bring to this world, to our talents, our gifts and everything, but it's to serve others. It doesn't, you know, it's not that it doesn't serve you. It makes you feel good. There's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with feeling good that you did something for somebody else and helped them along. It's okay. It's okay to feel proud of yourself. Women, you know, we don't, guys are like, yeah, I rock. Women get so shy about going, good job. Good for you. I did it. Wow. You know, and, and we really should. We, we really, really should. Well, we have been talking today to the one and only Dory DiCarlo, Word of Mom Radio. I got it right. So my heart <laughs> has come out of my mouth. <laughs> and tell us, you told us where you're located, but just for some listeners who may have come in midway, where can they find your show for mompreneurs, women helping women in business? How can they locate your show? Wordofmomradio.com. And we probably have six or 700 episodes up there of amazing women and everything. You know, we have fabulous show hosts, Girls That Create, which is for parents and caregivers of creative girls. Maybe not the ones that want to be the actor, but maybe the person that wants to design the lights or design the couch pillows that you have and things like that. We have... Be Our Planet Solution with Tony Torellis, and that's talking about how the power of one, recycling, reusing, repurposing, extraordinary people, ordinary people, extraordinary lives with Jeanette Paxia. You know, we have fabulous shows, and we have a place you can register as a guest. Come share your journey with us, because as you share your journey, you empower another woman to start hers. And to anybody out there that's looking to start a business, start. Just start. Go for it. Go and for it. I would say, at this, go. You're, you are a resource. Over 600 shows, just the things that you just named alone here. For anybody who's, wherever you are in business, visit the site today. There's something that can help you get to your next level of success, however you define success. I'm Dr. Drayvon James. You're listening to Everyday Peace. I want to encourage you today to please visit our website, drdravonjames.com. Join our Leaders in High Heels 12-week group coaching session. It will help you to catapult to the to your next level of success. We've been talking a lot today about success in women and business, but I want to tell you that sometimes you're in the business of developing you, and that's okay too. That's okay too. Join us. Um, we'll be here for you next week. 
it was a pleasure having uh, Word of Mom on our show today. Thank you so very much. Until next time, I'm Dr. Drayvon James. I absolutely love you. I'm Laura Worcester, host of the Intuitive Life Podcast. As an intuitive medium and teacher working with the world of spirit, I love to share the peace that comes with the awareness that our departed loved ones are still with us. And I also love to help people explore what it means to live an intuitively led life. Start listening now on mindbodyspirit.fm or wherever you get your podcasts.